This is Primetime Sports, WGNS Murfreesboro, on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, streaming worldwide on WGNSSports.com, and always at at the game. game. It's Primetime Sports, presented by Ideas Tees. Get an in-depth look at what's going on in local sports and a look ahead at the week to come. Let's get it started by joining the Primetime Sports team for the show here on News Radio WGNS. Hey, good evening. It's Thursday night, and it's time for Primetime Sports. I have special, I'm not going to call you guys guests. No, we're not special guests. <laughs> I figured you'd take Thursday night off. I mean, you guys have been working the, the weekend. I did, but for some reason. You made the mistake of walking the door. I, I came into the office, and we're, Danny's not here yet, so yeah, I thought I'd chip in for a few minutes. Chip in, so. Yeah. You've been doing great, though, Clark. I mean, there was no need for I'm not checking up on you. Uh uh That's what I told him. He said, man, puts John to shame. I mean, well. Did you you listen to the first show? Yeah, I did. I had to. You're trying to sell me again, aren't you? No, I had to to listen to the first show because I was sitting there. This is really the first real just normal show. First because Yeah, because we've really just, you know, basically had a football game. So... You're helping out the referees in the state of Tennessee. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. So John Dinkins is snuck in. Rod Edwards is with us tonight. Uh, we've got lots of things to talk about. College football kicks off this weekend full time. So we're going to spend a little time talking college football. And since these two gentlemen are here, I'm going to put them mano mano here in a second and talk a little Braves Cardinals weekend since oh, they're no. here. Why? Because, you know, <clears throat> it's it's get playoff push. Speaking of playoff push, if you are in need of any kind of sportswear, Ideas Tees is a place in Rutherford County for school spirit wear, screen printing, embroidery, special items, and more. Plus, buy all your official licensed MTSU Blue Raider merchandise from Raider Tees as they're heading to James Madison this weekend. For Blue Raider Tees, polos, hats, and more, visit their showroom at 910 Ridgely Road. Just turn off Broad Street between Chewy's and Chili's. Ida's Tees can put a logo on just about anything. Stop in to see how they can help you promote your favorite team, workplace, or organization. Find out more online at ideastees.com. When we come back, some baseball. Since 1966, Vans Heating and Air has been a symbol of quality for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Alton and Jason Fan are there to ensure quality to every customer, even showing up on site. Vans Heating and Air is located on Jayhawk Court near the county school board offices. They ask that you stop by or call 615-893-7930. That's 615-893-7930. For friendly, complete service on Amana, Bryant, or American Standard Heating and Air products, fans will do it all. Sell you your choice of products and then install it with their factory-trained, experienced, professional staff. In the unlikely event you need service, fans will be there with trained technicians. Fans specializes in new homes, custom homes, or existing buildings. Give Fans Heating and Air a call today, 615-893-7930, 615-893-7930. Good luck to all of our schools and student athletes from Fans Heating and Air. 
Hello, this is Coy Young at Las Casas Feed Supply. We'd like to welcome you to our door. Whether you have a quarter acre or several, Las Casas Feed Supply has premium feeds and dog foods you can't find in box stores. Nutrition is our specialty here at Las Casas Feed. Plus, every Saturday morning, they have a local producer-only farmer's market with fresh vegetables, beef, pork, and more. Customer service and expertise that exceeds your expectations. Family owned and operated by Coy and Jennifer Young, Las Casas Feed Supply on Barlow Lane, just off Highway 96 East in Las Casas. Craig's Tax Service at 142 Heritage Park Drive offers complete tax preparation, financial, and bookkeeping services. This is Brett Craig with Craig's Tax Service. From personal tax preparation to business bookkeeping, payroll, and taxes, at Craig's Tax Service, our staff is here to help. Get help with your taxes. Call 890-2233 for an appointment. As a former Seagull Star football player, I know the importance of the high school sports experience. Good luck to all county student-athletes. Craig's Tax Service, 890-2233. Dr. Automotive is the cure for your car. Brothers, Danny and Randy Brewer, have been providing Rutherford County with ASE certified auto repair for nearly 20 years. You'll receive courteous and friendly customer service every time. Why? Because we grew up here and you are our neighbors. Foreign and domestic auto repair and maintenance on Hazelwood Drive in Smyrna, just off I-24. SmyrnaAutoRepair.com, 615-220-0971. Just ask for Danny. This is a paid legal ad. When a family member is lost as a result of someone else's negligence, the grief can be unbearable. It also leaves you with a lot of questions like, how did this happen? Who's responsible? And is my family gonna be okay? That's a lot to go through, but with the law offices of John Day on your side, you don't have to go through any of it alone. We understand what you're going through and we have the experience to get the answers, justice, and compensation your family deserves. Call the law offices of John Day. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. Welcome back on the first Thursday of September, three short weeks from fall. It's a balmy non-fall 88 degrees outside, and John Dinkins has been mowing the yard. You know, it was a great day to mow the yard. Wasn't that great to cut bushes and We'd eat too, but it was it was it was a good day. I played golf yesterday. Oh, you played golf. That was my next question. Did you play golf? Today? But it was it was not it was not so fall like yesterday. It was pretty warm, pretty humid. It was fifty five this morning. Went to Tim's Ford. Yeah. If you stay on the edge. And I went to the, the driving trees. range. I went to the driving range this morning to try to fix what happened yesterday. Happened yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, so. I saw a kid from Riverdale. I don't remember his name, but he shot a sixty eight the other day. Sixty eight. Uh, it's hard for me to imagine. I've seen a few guys I've seen hit. Uh, I can name two or three guys that I've actually played golf with that can do that. Yeah. But I don't know where they are now. But Joe, Dr. Phillips, Joe Phillips was a good golfer. Really? Yes, very good golfer. Ronnie Summers, he's a good golfer. You know Ronnie? I know Ronnie. He's a good golfer. <clears throat> you know, he sold uh, his business to our friend Josh Houston. Yes, he did. Josh Houston and Associates. Yep. Yeah, so I saw Josh the other day. He came by school. We had some uh, – grade level pictures and got to talk to josh well i had to talk to santa claus too he, i'm his agent oh, really? uh that does the school pictures yeah and make sure everything was okay and it is and it's okay yeah well good good last week y'all were what game what game were we rockville i think we had smyrna, rockville. Smyrna rockville. and i let i let y'all know that the braves were playing the cardinals and you said you weren't worried you know you've already felt good about your hot streak well, we'd already won three straight, so 
he had to win three straight to to take you know tie the series, and he didn't make that. But he did get two out of three. We gave him one, but I mean, I started saying actually gave him two. But I mean, I'm who's counting? We'll I mean, take them too. Yeah, and that's the way the Cardinals play the Braves. Now, if we get in the playoffs with them, the same thing's going to happen. Some guy like there's some guy for the Cardinals hitting two twenty is going to be like hitting three eighty in the series. That kind of thing always happens. I don't want to play the Cardinals. That's the team I want to stay away from as far as possible. Postseason, they're a postseason nightmare. Well, and I think the Pujols thing, Rod, yes. is really – everybody's – I mean, I, I'm rooting for him. I know. I was watching the game last night, and when he got a base hit, they had the, no, a sacrifice fly that brought in the lead run in extra innings. I mean, it sounded like you were in St. Louis for the cheering because all the fans seemed to be yeah. rooting for him. Yeah, it's a, it's a good story. And it's funny that he's really starting to hit the ball. I mean, he's hitting the ball, actually, you know, because he struggled for the last three or four years, hadn't he? Well, he has. Of course, he has, I probably feels better now than he has health-wise because he's had issues with his legs, his feet. He has, he's had plantar fasciitis, stuff like that. But I think being around the young kids and then teaching and all that, it's just kind of kind of rejuvenated him. He's got all excited, you know, with that helping them, that it's, it's – Carried over. I, I don't know. Maybe the home run derby helped him. Well, he talked about that. And like you just said, John, you, you went to the driving range today. Did you find something? I did. Well, see, Pujols said he was in the cages. And he said he was working with one of his coaches. And he goes, just something clicked. And it's like, I think I found something. And he's been on a tear ever since. That you know, that's funny how that happens though. But but usually the home run derby works the opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, they get into <clears throat> they get into bad habits and but not not pools. And I'm just happy for him. I'm glad they're all. Go- Is Wayne Wright going out with them too? Or I think he's reneged on that. Uh huh. I mean, he's well, he, performing. Why, at a why very would he high not? Yeah, yeah. Why would he? Yeah. I think Molina had Molina, and he looks um, he's heavier. heavier right? Yeah, he's yeah. heavier. He's slower. I think. Physically, he realizes this is this is it. But yeah, Wainwright could go another four or five years, I think. So, I and the know. Reds actually won a game last week. They beat the they beat the Cardinals one one they out did. of three, didn't they? Yeah. And um, took us in overtime last night. They got a young yes, kid at shortstop that looks pretty good. I just wonder what what day they're going to trade him. Oh, well, he's got a, he's he hadn't gone to free agency yet. Yeah. Well, the key thing you started the res one a a <laughs> is the article that you use for a singular noun <laughs> a win. So we'll take a win. I need to make a blackout commercial right here for a second. Joan Merriman, that you know well, mm-hmm. is at the UT football game, and she's listening to us. She says we need to speak up, and so would you like to tell Joan? To pay attention to the football game well, and mean, not give me information on the score because I don't want to know. Yeah, and I can know. I can only talk as loud as this microphone. I'm I'm dead in it, but I, I guess we're okay on the outside world. Maybe it's the crowd she's with. It probably is the crowd. She's around ninety thousand plus people. But I do. My voice is kind of shot because of mowing or something. It happens every time I mow. So I mean, she she needs to pay attention. So she's at the game. She's at the game. She's so sitting in Neyland right gonna, now. Isn't it going to be difficult for her to be at school tomorrow with having you know that long drive tonight? There's a personal day in her <laughs> oh, future, she oh. said. <laughs> <laughs> what <Yeah>. is it? <laughs> and t- obviously it's going to be tomorrow. It's going to be tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So I've been aggravating her all week. She's worn orange all week. I have my orange checker tie on. But what what's I mean they're going to kill them. I mean now here's the thing. What do you think? How do you how much UT should win by what? Forty. 
Well, we were talking earlier about Vanderbilt, and we're going to get into college football here in a little bit. We're talking about Vandy putting up 63 on Hawaii, which that's that's still impressive. That's unbelievable to me. So I, I think Tennessee wants to try to at least put 65 on Ball State just to make a, a statement to everybody. If Vanderbilt can put 63 on Hawaii. That Ball well, State I, is a different program than Hawaii. I hope that UT will play well. And have a big win because the fan base gets really messed up and torn up if they struggle in the first game. I mean, it's just – I know you. You do. You, very, very finicky fan Yeah, base. yeah. I mean, they want, the, they want the big scores and good opportunity to do it. Thursday night game, only game in town. Chubb recruiting, all that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, sorry I didn't mean to interrupt our good baseball talk. Oh, that's okay. She's texting me. It's just the Cardinals. I, I told her not to tell me anything about the game, and she's already doing it. The uh, the Braves, <laughs> I'm a little worried about their bullpen just to, coming down the stretch. I'm worried about Acuna. He's limping. He's DHing, I think, now. I think he'll probably wind up DHing the rest of the year. On the bright side, Albies gets back uh, in about a week. So, we'll see how he does. That's kind of a hard thing to do, rehab for a week, and then boom, we're back in the majors and right. we're in a pennant right race. In the of a pennant yeah, race. It's kind of tough. In the September. I would guess, I guess the Braves probably, unless they just have a complete collapse, will be the wild card, I would think. And um, Well, um, to me, they, uh, New York Mets and Dodgers, are the three best teams in the National League, even though they're going to be a wild card. It, it's really surprised me about the Mets, but they did a, they did assemble a pretty good starting rotation, even right. without Degrom and Scherzer. So, you know, and I'll be in Atlanta this Saturday to watch the Braves. Are you really weather permitting? Well, so I'm excited about that. I would have loved to have gone, uh, Clark. Thanks for the invite. Um, but uh, yeah, but it should be a it's the Marlins, isn't it? It's the Marlins. But the weather forecast is not pretty for this weekend, unfortunately, for oh, Labor think, Day weekend. I don't even think next week's forecast looks good either. <clears throat> a lot of rain over Labor Day. Yeah, but I think we're going to get through high school football tomorrow night and, and be in good shape. But, yeah, I think the separation is so great this year in baseball, even American League, National League. Is there a race? Is there a race in any division that we know of, really? Um, no, really. Basically the wild card. The wild card. And the Braves are, what, seven in front of the Phillies for that in the National. But the wild card in the American League is pretty tight. It's yes. like between uh, one and got, three games, well, isn't you've it? you got Orioles and uh, see, Orioles and I think maybe it's Toronto. No. Orioles and uh, – but anyway, Orioles are just are two out and Minnesota's three out. And I got to go to Baltimore this summer. And I saw three games up there. And I love Camden Yards. Yeah, it's a beautiful place. It, you know, the three of us – and you finally retire. We'll be ninety four, but but you can <laughs> not at the re- no. wheelchair. You can wheelchair us to all the parks. I'd love to go to every park. I really would like to go to Boston and see some of those uh, arenas. And um, let's see what's another one. I don't really care about New Yankee Stadium. I don't really care about going there. But uh, Boston and uh, I've been to Camden Yards and it's beautiful. Love to go to Pittsburgh. They say it's beautiful. Oh, I've I've been to Pittsburgh. Saw Cincinnati get beat up there again. Not a win for them there. And uh, the the skyline in the background, which you know, have you been to a Sounds game? Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, beautiful. Pittsburgh is very you know obviously a different city, but the skyline behind the park is beautiful. There's no outfield seating. No, it's all open. This is it's a pretty park. It's a small type. Park park there in pittsburgh but it's beautiful which makes me wonder are we going to are we going to be the the nashville going to have a baseball team you think in the near future 
You know, I, I, I at one time, it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't at one time thought that wouldn't happen. But as many people that are moving into this city, Nashville, uh, it makes me wonder whether they can swing it or not. But I don't think it'll be in Nashville. I think it'll be like in on eight forty. <laughs> where I think it'll be That'd somewhere be around there. Nashville. Yeah, right. Well, right now we're just the we're the threatening city. You know, when a team's looking to possibly move, they throw. Yeah, throw we might go there. to Nashville. We might go to Nashville. Well, NFL came. We've got NHL, MLB. We got soccer. MLB's all we got left to grab hold of. Well, this is this is a baseball story, but I want to say one thing about the Atlanta Braves. Whoever came up with the idea, whether it was John Sherholz or whoever, to have that battery down there with all those shops and all those uh, eating establishments, among other things, and the big screen down there in the middle, you can actually go to a game, go to the battery, and not even go into the ballpark. But that is a, a multi-multi-million dollar business. I mean, it's and that's how they're able to sign these players they've been signing. They're still a little on the cheap side, but... He's able to go out and get players when he needs them, and it is unbelievable the amount of money that they're making pouring in every single night, and they're sold out every night, which, Rod, you and I can remember, <laughs> you go to Atlanta, there might be 5,000 people there at the, at the most. So You, you, never, you didn't have uh, sellouts in the World Series when you were at Fulton. No, no, no. I mean, and Turner Field didn't pull them out every night, but they sure are doing, doing it there at Truist. Well, so. we were supposed to go to one game in Baltimore. There was 8,000 people there one night. We're like, well, we'll go back tomorrow night, 12,000. We'll go back on Friday for fireworks. They had like 18,000. We go you to Atlanta. You and your father-in-law started a, uh, their winning streak, their winning ability. We were right there. We loved it. But we went to Atlanta middle of the week, packed. Wall to wall, and the battery was packed. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And this show is packed. But we're going to be right back after this break, and we'll come back, try to jump in a little bit of college football. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. If your old unit needs a tune-up, the professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air service all major brands and even offer same-day service in most cases. Keep your home or business comfortable year-round. Call us today at 615-890-1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Ring Pro Partner Heating and Cooling Contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. Online at PrenticeAlsop.com. Hi, I'm Lee Colvin, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor. And while you've heard the saying, slow and steady wins the race, that same concept can be applied to long-term investing. Investing a little bit at a time on a regular basis can really add up. We call this systematic investing, and though it doesn't guarantee a profit or prevent a loss, it's a way to take advantage of market volatility instead of enduring it. Give me a call, Lee Colvin, at 615-907-7056. Edward Jones, member SIPC. We're talking now with Heather here at Carpets by Osborne. What are some of the advantages that Carpets by Osborne has? Being a family business and being uh, locally owned and operated, we do free estimates. We have our own subcontractors that work for our business. We will come out, look at your floor covering. Throughout the whole process, you deal with an individual. You're not passed off to different contractors. We handle it from start to finish. Carpets by Osborne on Northwest Broad, next to Tire World. One hot and ready classic. We actually changed it with... What? You've changed, Little Caesars. You've changed! You've changed! Ah! Tell me why. It tastes even better because we added 33% more pepperoni. Give me one of those. 
Little Caesars Pizza Pizza in Murfreesboro. Four locations, Memorial Boulevard, South Rutherford Boulevard, Old Ford Parkway, and Warrior Drive. Walk in and walk out with a new hot and ready classic with 33% more pepperoni. Pizza Pizza. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. I think it's definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and Watch some great sports, too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at WGNSSports.com. And we're back. Clark Blair, Rod Edwards, John Dinkins. Good baseball talk, fellas. I've, I've missed that. And, you know, I asked Danny first week, and he's a Yankee fan. There's well, a, there was no point in even talking to him, was there? There's a line. Yeah, it just uh, ended the whole segment. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a Yankee. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I mean, it's just, number one, it's an American League team, and we're not. We're all National Leaguers here. We are. And we're all kind of geographically in the same area, too, even though we're different teams. But, yeah, the Yankees. Mm, oh, Danny, I didn't know that about him. And see, so that'd be the only problem we've talked about, just a little more baseball. If Nashville got a team, you got Cincinnati, Nashville, Atlanta, St. Louis, and that's four teams really close. I I don't know. It would it would probably hurt. I'd say probably Atlanta and St. Louis the most because there's a lot of our fans. Well, Cincinnati too because yeah. we got a lot of people that are those kind of fans in our in Nashville in Murfreesboro, and I mean I can remember the Big Red Machine in the seventies and I hated them. I hated the Big Red Machine. You know they'd win a hundred games a year. But looking back on history and I, I look at them, I go, man, they were good. Gosh, they were good. Right, right. And I don't know who owned them then, but then March took over, and that was kind of – we went downhill from there. But um, Johnny Bench, Dave Concepcion, my favorite shortstop. I mean, I because you didn't you couldn't get a Braves game on TV, so you kind of had to root for them because you see Reds all the time. Right. So then, then, then TBS came in and – WGN, you started like you know you could watch Cubs games and catch some of your teams. There. Well, I don't know about Rod, but being old timers, my first game was I heard on in '66 when they moved to Atlanta on WSM radio, and they had that clear channel 650 and boom. So I I got hooked on them. I guess what I was 11, 12, something like that, and then um, I guess you did. KMO, KMOX or which KMOX, one? I've yeah. even I've even heard of visiting my brother in Cleveland, Tennessee. If I was out in the car yeah. outside, I could pick them up. I mean, they used to just, but they had such a following because their station just covered all the way through the plains and then all the way up, almost to I guess we'd say Cleveland, East Tennessee, that uh, area. And St. Louis was on television quite a bit. I mean, it was only like one game a week, but occasionally a regional game would come on St. Louis you'd see Cincinnati maybe the Atlanta game and it was much more broad 
broadly based back then, but you know now you can see every game just about anywhere. But well, you pay for the price. I'm thinking about just <laughs> thinking about just looking on MLB Network and forget about it. So it gets expensive. Bally Sports. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. All right, so I'm going to transition to this. You Speaking see a lot of Reds games on Bally Sports, though. You, you can, but yeah. they're, they're just not worth watching. <laughs> so let's, tra- let's transition to a lot of money. Here's the question, and Rod, you can go first. What would you do for $1.5 million? <laughs> what would I do? <laughs> what would you do for $1.5 million? Well, that's an interesting question for a sports show. What, 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 what would we do? What would you do? Because MTSU is getting $1.5 million. They're on the road, but thanks to Missouri backing out and James Madison kicking in some, they're getting $1.5 million to play this game Saturday. What would you, gonna, what would you do with $1.5 million? I'd retire and we could go ahead and go to those ballparks. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't do the retire part again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, me either. But I don't know. That's unbelievable that they get that much money to go play there. But Missouri is paying them because they're breaking the contract, right? So they right. they deserve that. I, I, I don't I don't put that as part of playing James Madison. That's just no, them, no, that's true. Their contract, yeah, right. But they're kicking in seven hundred thousand. James Madison is. Oh, Missouri's playing eight hundred, uh-huh. and James Madison yeah. seven hundred thousand. Both for you know, I just be honest, selfish reason. Missouri didn't want to come here, right? I mean, they're they're still working on their program right now, trying to bring it up, and coming to MTSU. With a chance of a possible loss, because mm-hmm. Miller's beaten people before. Well, I've been to Missouri game with MTSU. With my brother-in-law was uh, lives there in Columbia, Missouri, and so they tailgated with them and all those people from Missouri. Uh, what are y'all playing us for? And we end up beating them. So uh, <laughs> that's what that's why we played them another time. Yeah. It was very close. Well, you know, Vanderbilt said that a few times. <laughs> they couldn't beat MTSU for I you was, know. I was there and loved every minute of it, and so well. I mean, yeah, I, I didn't love every minute of it. I was a Vanderbilt guy, but well, I was yeah. I was a student at MTSU still, so I mean, that was just it was just fun. Yeah, I mean, they just couldn't beat them, and you know, they had the NFL future NFL quarterback one year, and couldn't beat them either in Nashville. So Andy yeah. McCullum had their number. He did. I mean, he did. He did. He had. To. So you don't want to take that chance, is what you know. And Vanderbilt doesn't want to play him either, like right now. Right. He's trying to build up that program. Um, and you know, I just got a good feeling about middle this year. Do you? I, I mean, do. I do. I, I do. I think I things mean, have kind of settled in quarterback and the I, offensive I, line is kind of settled. Yeah, you know, they've been struggling there. I mean, you got two quarterbacks to choose from, maybe three. And I hope Cunningham really gets a good shot. And I mean, he's been here a long time, and he finally it came to him, fell in his lap, then he gets injured last year. You know, you'd like to see somebody's put that much time in a program, you know, be successful, but we'll see. And I think with quarterbacks, having Brent there is a big is a big help, you know, just mm-hmm. kind of helping with the offensive end of it because he's been through winning programs at Middle Tennessee. And so I think he's going to help. And I do like um, – I just I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like you with you on their offensive line and thing. I just think they've got a little bit more stable stabilization uh, everywhere in their program right now. Well, the defense, I think, the last couple of years has been pretty mm-hmm. solid. Got a good coach, and uh, and I, I think the offensive coach does uh, did a good job last year as his first year with us. And they're doing a lot of things. I, I heard uh, Chris Massaro talking about uh, they're going to have the 1972 team come and, and uh, run out on the field with them and that kind of thing. 
and um, I hope they can. <laughs> hope they don't fall or anything. The nineteen seventy two goes back pretty good, pretty good ways. It goes back a pretty good ways. And you talked about defense. They tied the nation for turnovers last year. Thirty two turnovers they they took away from teams, which was a huge number. So we've got to make that happen. Like I said, Cunningham, the quarterback, he's got some receivers he can throw to. He's lane returns, Ollie returns, the running back. You know, I think you know they've got to get a running game going. That's really the question, isn't it? The big, the big question going. I mean, who's going to take over that reign in the backfield? But they, they've got a, they've got a guy that's going to start, and then they've got another guy that they're really high on, isn't it? They do, they do. They've got a couple of players they're looking at at the running back position. Uh, the peasant guy, he's a sophomore, and then they got a guy coming in, Bracy, also on the two deep. But they're young. I was mm-hmm. looking at their two deep, and then they're projected starters they've only got five seniors wow yeah i mean so they, they lost a lot of people especially on the defensive side uh they lost a lot of kids but and then their 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 schedule you know you, what you want from middles to get to six wins at least right get you a bowl game you know early predictions they're predicted eighth uh you know texas el paso they're considered the number one team we catch them at home on a friday night which is kind of different uh, at the end of the month in September. They do have to go to UAB. They catch Western at home. They got FAU at home. So three of the top four preseason teams, we get them in our house, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. But we both, all three of us know, we get hyped up for middle. At home, we get a crowd in and... Something bad happens. Something. I mean, I, I hate to bring it up, but I mean... it. You've been there. I know yes. you've been to those games. The one with losing to Southeast Missouri after mm-hmm. we went up in conference, you know, our old rival. It just that one, that one was a killer, and it seemed like it just kept happening after that. I mean, I, I it's it just it's, it's been that way. But they can go go on the road and beat somebody that they're not supposed to not not supposed to beat. They'll drive they'll drive you crazy. I mean, they they will. <laughs> Vanderbilt drives me crazy, and your and your poison is UT. I mean, we're all. You know, we're drinking the Kool-Aid and early in the preseason. Each have, that's correct. Each of us drinking the Kool-Aid and each of us has our po- poison. Problems He's wearing for- an orange tie. I mean, what does that tell you? <laughs> and I've told Joan Merriman again to not text me, and she texts me again. Joan, stop texting me. <laughs> she texts me something. Just wait. I think she's see- wanting to talk on the air. You might want to get her on the phone. She- she does love to talk. She does love to talk. Well, I mean, on the phone, but oh, I, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I know what you no, meant too. No, yeah. no, we're she not probably hear that. Yeah, <laughs> we're not bringing her on the radio right right now. We're not ready for that. But let's look. Bring anybody on the air. It needs to be her husband. You know, now he he he's very practical, great guy, knowledgeable. Yes. loves sports. Listens listens yes. to us regularly. Yes. You know, yeah, faithful. Gives us, gives us a little critique here and Good there. Good guy. I'll take his. Jones, not so much. So, middle on the road at James Madison. Then they're on the road again to Colorado State. Two very tough, tough games on the road. Home opener's TSU. That should be fun. Eddie George's team mm-hmm. yeah. comes in TSU. Hope they bring the band. They're awesome. Then we go to Miami. So, we've got to get through those first four and get healthy because that's when we hit UTSA, UAB, yeah. and Western and we've got to find a way to sneak a couple wins out if possible, two of those at home. Always important to stay injury-free if you can. And they've had some issues with, you know, big offensive players that have gone down in the last few years. Uh, they need everybody to stay healthy. And, you know, if you're playing a non-conference foe, 
so be it. But try to keep them healthy for the conference games. But there's some games out there they can win. So they well, take advantage. We got lucky and got on a roll at the end. What we don't want to do is have to worry about the two Florida schools, Florida Atlantic and Florida International, to get bowl eligible. And we got lucky last year and got bowl eligible. But we don't want to get to that point. All right, so we're at the point we're going to hit a, a break. When we come back, we're going to talk a little Tennessee without Joe Merriman, and then we're going to hit on high school and talk to you guys about what surprised you last week. Convenient, efficient. Three words that we all hope to experience when we do business. Our goal at JHA Company is to bring just that to an industry that's traditionally dictated to the customer when it's time to do business. Whether you're purchasing class pictures in a yearbook, class jewelry, a letter jacket, school spirit wear, or senior graduation products, we strive to make the experience quick, convenient, and efficient. Find out more at jhacompany.com. JHA, your one source for an unparalleled scholastic experience. You can now order Murfreesboro's favorite pizza online at sirpizzatn.com. We've made ordering online a breeze from sirpizzatn.com. Tap on the location nearest you and begin your order for carryout or delivery. You can order the Royal Feast, create your own, spaghetti, calzones, everything right from our online portal at sirpizzatn.com. Sir Pizza, you made me love pizza again. You've heard people say, you know your work by your name. There's no better name for residential and business concrete work than Dan France Concrete. From basic slabs to decorative stamping, for your next concrete project, call Dan France Concrete, 615-642-5152. This is Dan with Dan France Concrete, wishing all Rufford County student-athletes a great season. Study hard, play harder, and be safe. Trust me, Dan is committed to the community and will offer you a great product. He'll stand behind his work and make sure you're satisfied with every aspect of the work. Dan France Concrete. Rely on the experienced professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air. Whether it's the blazing heat of summer or the bitter cold of winter, let the Rain Pro professionals at Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Conditioning on West College Street keep your home or business comfortable year round. We service all major brands and, in most cases, offer same day service. Call us today at 615 890 1311. Prentice Alsop Heating and Air, your Rain Pro partner, heating and cooling contractor on West College Street, just under the Thompson Lane overpass. And the Blue Raiders win again. Man, I really need to get some new MT gear. Where are you going? I thought I'd go to the bookstore. Bookstore? I thought you wanted gear. Businesses always put what they're most proud of in their name. So where do you go? Raider Tees. They have tees, polos, hats, chairs, tents, artwork, everything blue for the true Blue Raider fan. They're just off Broad Street behind Chewy's Restaurant on Ridgely Road. Raider Tees. Like us on Facebook for early notice of specials and sales. Raider Tees. Bigger, better, and go blue. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. All right, we're finishing up a little Blue Raiders talk again. They're heading to the Shenandoah Valley to take on the James Madison Dukies. Their first game as a full FBS member, which was, again, Rod, why they paid us $700,000. Right. They were looking for a game, and they needed a game against the FBS foe to qualify. Right. They have to have so many. I don't know what the number is. Was it seven, six, or? Right. I'm not sure which what it is, but they have to do that to qualify. So, in other words, it's a desperation. Desperation, <laughs> and MTSU is taking a financial windfall because of that. And James Madison, again, a solid, solid team moving up to FBS. And I found past six seasons, Rod, they're 43-2 and two at home. 
Yes, they're a very good team. Uh, we've all heard about North Dakota State in the FBC. And uh, the, James Madison's always one of those teams in this, the semifinals of the Nationals. Uh, they've won one title, I think 2016, or somewhere in that area. Uh, lost, uh, I think, last year North Dakota State in the semifinals. So, but you're always going to see the North Dakota State, Sam Houston, and you're, you're going to see James Madison almost every year. Right. So I remember back, you know, it doesn't seem that long ago that MTSU moved up, and, you know, they've done a lot of good things. Beat surprisingly beat some good teams, so we're just hoping the Blue Raiders don't head up there and come away with a loss. We hope we sneak up and get that first win of the season. We're going to transition to my team that I'm telling Joan Merriman to quit texting me about, which is the Tennessee Vols. Uh, they're starting their season, season two, under Josh Heupel, and a uh, little local flavor. Elijah Herring is dressed. I don't know if he's going to play special teams uh, this year, but he'll have an opportunity to to play it's exciting you know to see the local kids uh playing but a lot I think, of I think he'll get a lot of playing time as the season progresses when they see him on special teams and he's gonna give it 100 percent, and he's a beast so we've seen him play so well I saw him at Riverdale scrimmage at the beginning of the year and as the first I said I said how much weight have yeah. you put on he goes I put on 20 and it was all muscle it was all muscle he, he didn't look like the same kid I saw him in pictures I mean really no, because you know, and you you see his brother Caleb, you know he's he's heading to UT too. He, you know, have you seen Riverdale? You'll see him tomorrow night. Yes. He needs some weight. Yeah. He's a he's a toothpick out there running around. Now. He's fast and he's he's good, but he he's got to have some weight put on him. No, isn't Caleb taller? I know I saw her. He's six about five. six five. Yeah. And he's so, a beast. I'm telling you. He is. He is. But we're talking Tennessee right now. We'll we'll get to high school here in for too long. Tennessee, big expectations. John's already mentioned we're a little finicky. You know, we got certain games we have to win, certain games we want to win. I have a prediction on them. All right. Ten and two. Uh, no. No way. Ten and two. Ten and two, people in Tennessee will do cartwheels. Yeah. Uh, ten and two, and uh, they uh, they won't be in the top four, you know, for the – Championship, but ten and two, I'd say nine and three would be great. All right, so I, I wrote this down in my notes. So here's what we're going to do: I'm going to give you a number of wins. I need a one word answer. How you would feel if you're Tennessee? We'll start with you, Rod. Six. Six. I would say uh, we're not progressing at all. All right. Seven. Disappointed. Eight. Uh, things are looking up. Nah. He doesn't do one word. He does, he does. We know Rod. We got Rod's one word. Three, if we get three words or less, we've got one word from Rod. Uh, what What did you say? Nine. Uh, I'm okay with that. Yeah, nine. And see, you said ten, so I'm gonna jump it because I didn't. I didn't even write ten in my notes. Ten. I'm gonna say the words unexpected. Because to get to ten, pleasant surprise. Yeah, ten. You, you've got to not only beat Florida, okay. which is your... You're going to beat Florida. Your Achilles heel. You're going to lose to Georgia. And who else do we play? Well, we Alabama. play Alabama. Alabama. Those are the two. So we've got to go to LSU and beat them in Baton Rouge. Yes. Wow. <laughs> He's a Vandy fan. He's no, no, no. I'm really, I'm really psyched about this year. I, I, I believe new coach at LSU. I know he's a good one, but, I, you know, I'm... I'm 
realistically nine and three, but ten and two. I, I really think they can do it. Ten and two, I think people would be like I said a stack. Oh man, that would be that would be okay. Now, are you going to do the same thing with Vanderbilt? Oh no, we're talking about UT right now. Well, no, but we you know Vanderbilt's got to get you know the biggest you know the biggest thing about Vanderbilt is we got Elon. We're going to count that as a a win. A win. It's the next two, because for Vandy again for Clark Lee. If you got a bowl game, you would say that would be what? If we got to a bowl game, we get six wins. Vandy gets to a bowl game. That one word for Vandy would be? Surprised. Okay. So the question is, you got Wake Forest game three. Yeah, I feel like I'm in class. You know, he's my teacher. <laughs> yeah. Wake Forest game three, which is going to be a very tough, but it's at home. Um, and no. Northern Illinois. Um, so I'm going to predict they'll win three to four games. Three to four. Yeah. Four. four. Three out of the first four. Well, I think – and don't they play Missouri down the road too? And they do. I mean – They do. I think they'll sneak one in if they can stay healthy. So, I'm thinking four wins, two or three out of the first, yeah, first bunch. Because that's what uh, – your Penn State boy, that's what he did. He, he got the cupcakes early, got them, and then all he had to do was get two games in the SEC, and he can do that. And that's the way it's the, the schedule is right now. Hawaii won. Elon, Wake Forest, Northern Illinois. But then you've got to find two. You're not going to find it in Alabama, Ole Miss, Georgia. Missouri, South Carolina, Kentucky, Florida, Tennessee. Uh, South Carolina, maybe. Are they at home? Or They're they at home. Missouri. Uh, Missouri. Those are the two. I'm, I'm hoping that they can, they can tip the scales a little bit. But I just don't. You know, four is the most. I, I, and if they get three, I'll be happy because that's, what, one more game than they won last year? So, And, and really, just little things for Vanderbilt. It's like the, the win over Hawaii at that score. It really doesn't matter how good or bad Hawaii was. They're probably the worst team that ever put on. I don't know. <laughs> but, to, but they put 63 on them. And that's got to make the fan base. Any little positive thing that happens with that fan base is going to be – you know, I think the athletic director's getting in the news a little bit, doing some things. Um, they need a new stadium or a re- renovation or something, but just something to get that fan base excited again. There's too much competition in Nashville. You know, football season, then you've got uh, Titans, you've got uh, Predators. You know, I mean, it's, there's a lot of competition for the dollar. And that's just sports, not much less the entertainment value. Yeah, look how the va- the basketball teams have gone down. And, you know, you could use a guaranteed sellout at Memorial Gym. Not anymore, and hopefully they're on the upper swing a little bit. So three four wins, three four wins. You feel there's a little improvement, especially yes. in style of play. Yes. Maybe still an stay in a game, stay in a few games. Even if they don't, even if they don't win, but two games and they stay in some of these games, I think that could be at least a positive look at. But I, I would really like to see them win three or four. Well, I think Mike Wright is going to make that happen. I think. I, I feel good about it if he can stay healthy. Yeah. Did you see the highlight of when he yes. turned that corner? Yeah. I yeah. mean, twenty like twenty three point six miles per hour. They something like that. They put him at. That's moving. Yeah. And that's going to open up other things offensively. Right. Right. So once and they don't have, have to throw. They don't have to throw that great if he can run like that. You know. They but, don't. But the thing there is, can they? You know, like we said for middle, middle's got to find a, a running game. For Vanderbilt, they got to throw find a passing game. Yeah. And that would be Wright's not his strong suit. But if you can get the right passing situations for him, situations that make him successful, I think they'll be okay. I don't think you're going to see him throwing it down the field long or deep, but 
No, short pass, control passing game with him. Rollouts, that kind right. of thing. No, he said that uh, the thing he's worked on off season has been an accuracy. Yeah. Passing, and that's really what he needs to work on. Which is the other is natural. For which him. is the same thing Willis is doing with the Titans. Get him out of the pocket. Give him a chance to run if he needs to run. Keep the, keep the ball and the chains moving. If you get an open throw, take it, but don't take chances. Yeah, you've got to stay, not so much in college football, I guess, Rod, but You've got to stay in the. You've got to learn to stay in the pocket. Some, I yes. mean, you've just yes. got to, and avoid tackles. Not necessarily run it, but avoid tackles. No, Tom Brady's the best person I've ever seen by that. I know you don't really want me to bring him up, but uh, Tom Brady can feel people around him. That's why he's he's slow, but he never gets sacked much because the one the offensive line do or die. But he also can sense. Peyton was good at that. Sensing when somebody's around you. And they can make a, just a little shuffle move. Yeah. Gets them out of line. They know where to go. They know where their protection is. And a lot of times it's, it's all this action in front of you. Just step up a little bit. Things are going to go around behind you. Yeah. Your men, your men can drive them off. I mean, it makes a huge difference. And and they're not scramblers. Peyton was a scrambler. I mean, I'm talking about the greatest quarterback in all, of all time, Peyton Manning. Uh, well. I don't think he's grace of all time, but he he was pretty good. But they both knew their limitations. Right. The problem with a running quarterback, they know there's a chance I could break it and go all the way. But that's what makes them dangerous. But it also makes it dangerous for them. Yeah. I mean, they're wide open targets. Plus, a lot of times you think you can get there, and they're gearing they're going to gear their defense on you running the football. So you're going to have to pass it just to keep them honest, some some shape, form, or fashion. Another question I want to bring up talking about the Vols is the speed of their offense and the injury rule. So it's it's probably 88 degrees in Knoxville, and they're playing, and they're running that high-tempo offense. I'm going to guess the Ball, straight, Ball State team comes up with a few cramps, like you saw last week at the high school game. Right. There's no way that you're going to keep prevent that as a run. No. In fact, they're like they're talking about the high school game, Rockville – the first series, they really moved the ball quickly and with short, quick passes. And they had a kid before they got into the uh, inside the twenty. They had a kid with a cramp on the other team and stopped play. You know, and you're you're going to see that if you, especially early in the season. And then there's going to be some that are going to be you, you're thinking, oh, here they go again. That type of and, and they tried to get that rule. Would you want a rule in play for injury? I don't think you can. I don't know how you can enforce it. Because well, if a kid's really you can hurt, make them stay out for a series. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be That's the best all you have solution. To do. Yeah. you can't come in till the next series. Correct, which I think would be a great, you know, it would cut down on the fake ones for sure. And then I mean, if a kid's really hurt, he's going to be out till the next series. Well, anyway. they, they made uh, uh, Mayu come out. With they had some blood on his jersey. Yeah, and that was one of those. Passes. It was kind of a questionable, and he had to come out of play. And they had an interception. Then he had to come out again in another crucial situation. So, you know, yeah, don't play – come out of series. I know they need to do something in college football. I don't think the high school kids are really, you know, it's, I don't feel like they should the high, high school at all, but it, the college and it hurts Tennessee. So we're going to come out for a play, and we'll be right back, talk some high school football. Head over to J. Mullins Jewelry to check out their selection of rings, watches, custom-designed jewelry, and much more. They're a local business located at 352 West Northville Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro. They have gifts for all occasions, weddings, graduations, anniversaries, whatever you need, you can find it at J. Mullins Jewelry. 
That's at 352 West Northfield Boulevard or online at MullinsJewelry.com. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. This is Steve Martin of Steve Martin Construction and online at stevemartinconstruction.com. We specialize in custom-built homes and work directly with you to assure that it's the home of your dreams. If you have the perfect lot, we can build the perfect home. Let us take your ideas and create the home you've always dreamed about. You can see some of our work online at stevemartinconstruction.com. Steve Martin Construction, online at stevemartinconstruction.com. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. Local business owners, you know how important it is to be here for your customers. I'm State Farm Agent Celeste Middleton, and I run a small business in Rutherford County, too. And I'm here to help you protect your small business. Call me at 615-895-2700. If you're a Middle Tennessee Electric customer, you need to visit their website. Here's Amy Byers. You might want to check it out, and it is very easy to navigate. It's a great opportunity to learn more about Middle Tennessee Electric, being able to pay your bill, and check that out for more information. Thank you, Amy Byers. For more information, visit their website, mte.com. Again, that's mte.com. We're talking with Anne-Marie Brents at Rick's Barbecue, carrying on the Lanning family tradition. I'm passionate about it, and I have a lot of my dad in me, so I know that I have the same energy and mindset that he does. It's the best barbecue you'll eat, the smoked chicken out of this world, and those loaded baked potatoes. That's the biggest potato you can get. They're uh, right at two pounds. People ask us that all the time. <laughs> like, where do y'all get those potatoes from? A quick meal, feeding the whole family, or catering, they can do it all at Rick's Barbecue 212 Warrior Drive. Primetime Sports presented by Ideas Tees on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. We're back for our, our last segment. It's been a fast night. I appreciate John stopping by, Rod, here tonight with us. Uh, we're going to turn to some local flavor here for a minute. Um Another question of the night. I got a lot of questions tonight. So, have you ever hit a hole in one, John? I have. Right? No. Me not either. But you and I were talking before the show about a girl who had, for Eagleville, a perfect type score. Right. Uh, from Eagleville, she was, uh, her name is Mia Thompson. In uh, the games you play, first team to win three sets wins the match. And in the second set, she scored all 25 points from serving. In other words, the other team, either they started and didn't score. No, I'm sorry. No, she had to be the first server, and she scored all 25, 11 aces. And uh, you, you think about 25 times perfection, uh, what, the, what are the odds? It's not very good. I've never heard of that before. 
she's quite a basketball player too mia is um just a really good all-around athlete and they got a great volleyball team i mean and and they're not just super big not but they're they're really good well you know you, you keep up with local kids and stuff and we talked last week about a girl named Haley hudson at military christian over a thousand assists in volleyball which just blew my mind i noticed this past week she had 47 in a five-set match against Central, 47 assists, which... She came from Wilson Elementary. What can mm-hmm. I tell you? I mean, that's just part of it, you know. Now, uh, another great athlete. We've got so many, and I, we really have terrific volleyball teams. Let's not, you know, we've got Siegel, and we could talk about them forever, about their volleyball program. But uh, really some good, good volleyball teams in, the, in, the, in, our, in, our, in our county. Right. I think this year, Riverdale's up. I thought I saw where they beat mm-hmm. Siegel. In, mm-hmm. a, in a match, which is the first time I can remember, and I can remember ever them beating Siegel because since I've been here, Siegel has been dominating with uh, girls volleyball. But also, uh, Middle Tennessee Christian and Central Magnet are two of our smaller schools, along with, as you mentioned, Eagleville, are playing good volleyball right All now. All playing good volleyball. And we'll switch over to soccer for a minute. Oakland Lady Patriots, uh, they're still they're undefeated, 6 0. They did tie. Franklin County uh, this week. Uh, Central Magnet and Stewart's Creek are both 6-1, and one, so got good soccer teams in the area playing. So congrats to all those kids and those teams. But it's Thursday, which means tomorrow night we've got football. We've got high school football. Two really big, huge region openers. And the reason I say it's huge because I think we all agree, uh, Danny and I both agree, Oakland and you guys will say the same thing. They're the machine. Until somebody shows me that they're not, uh, they're 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 really good. And Rod, I don't know. We saw them. I don't think they're as big as they've been. No. But they are really, really, really fast. But I think the also emphasis is changing from what say last year. When you look at the game against uh, the Mississippi team, which is was the state champions in the private school for the 3A, which is the largest school. Uh, they had uh, their quarterback, Hewitt, he had uh, what, 177 yards rushing, some, or maybe it's 189. He had 177 passing the game before. They didn't even hardly pass the ball at all. And then he, then the speed guys, we talked about the young guys, didn't really impress us that much. They got open, and they got some long runs out of it. Uh, T.T. Hill was one of them. Um, Were you surprised they gave up 33 points, though? Because I was. Yes. Yes. That's not – I mean, I, that's not Oakland defense. You know, usually their speed negates other teams. I think that team they played was pretty good, though. I mean, they're 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 highly ranked in Mississippi, isn't it? And um, uh, I think the, they were having really good connections because they were scoring quickly, you know. And I think you get into that kind of thing where you score fast, the other team scores fast, then nobody's stopping anybody at one point. And until Oakland made those first two stops and then kind of took over the game, it just was back and forth. But every year there's always a team that scares that scares Oakland. Then he just regroups and, and you know, makes adjustments and, you know, Creasy just knows how to do that. And um, – Again, I think you're going to see them get better and better. Uh, Blackman looks like they're better, um, particularly defensively. Um, 
So well, that's know. where the question is. It's hard to believe we're week three, but this week the playoff position for two, three, four is huge. You've got mm-hmm. you got the Blackman at Riverdale, and you've got Siegel at Rockville. So that's the teams. And no offense to Stewart's Creek, they've just they they've had a horrible beginning because of their schedule. And then you talk about they're going to Oakland tomorrow night, right? And so that makes it tough. But somebody out of that group of four, Blackman, Riverdale, or two somebody, Siegel, Rockville, are going to get the leg up early on those teams. And let's start with Siegel at Rockville. Rockville a little disappointing last week. Y'all saw three, three, three pick sixes, which is unbelievable. And then two uh, fumbles about midfield or, or even a little bit into uh, Rockville territory, and then they've been converted those uh, with yardage uh, and touchdowns. Uh, so that's really, you're talking about 35 points almost, but of course they didn't get them all, all up. So basically all their touchdowns came from turnovers. And they're playing an undefeated 2-0 Siegel team, but they're most likely without Santil at quarterback which makes it very tough offensively because they're not putting a lot of points on the board. Their their defense is playing well. Well, he's what makes them tick, isn't he? Yes. I mean, Santel. because yes. he's a double, dual threat. You know, he can run, he can pass. Uh, they do have two running backs, Corey Sims and I think a Thatcher. Both are doing doing pretty well, but they're not scoring much. It's basically, it's been their defense. The big thing is compare. They both played Laverne, and I mean, we, I saw Rockville – Laverne game and uh, Rockville dominated that game. In fact, Rockville didn't score until they pulled their starting uh, defensive players out. Uh, So based on comparison of Laverne, I would say that would give an edge to Rockville. And then, of course, we've got the the backyard brawl at Riverdale. WGNS, John Dinkins, Brian Barrett will be calling that game tomorrow night. Got the A-team there. Got the A-team there. Wow, A-team. And uh, I guess I'll take your order since you're here tonight because the principal at Riverdale said who's calling tomorrow night. I'm always into baked potatoes from Rick's. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I don't care what you get, Brian. She's already hit me up and said, if you see John, I said, John's not coming. It's Thursday. He's going to take the first Thursday off, (laughs) and here you are. Yeah. They – I think that's a big game for both schools to kind of see where they're at. You know, Riverdale's 2-0, Blackman 1-1. Blackman's putting up scores. Riverdale looks as good defensively so far up to this point. I just think this is going to really be a gauge of where they're going to go the rest of the year. So, it's a big game. I mean, I know, like you said, it's week three, but big game. Well, I think the difference part of it is the quality of opponent they've both started with. Mm -hmm. I think Blackman's played a little bit tougher first two opponents. I mean, the difference, obviously another difference is Ben Marshall being out hurts them. Right. But I think this will be Riverdale's obviously first big test of the season. Yeah, it's a – right now to me it's a toss-up. If Marshall were help, healthy, I think you'd have to give the edge to Blackman just because I don't know who stops him, you know. And they've talked about moving him at running back some and that kind of thing. Apparently he gained some yardage running yeah. back in the last game. I so, mean, to me the, the big thing is what the, do the two teams do – are the weakest at Blackman's weaker at defense. Yeah. How well do they perform? Or Riverdale been weaker at offense. How well do they perform? I do that think may be the key. Who, which one is improving? The I most. agree. I think that Riverdale's going to have to put up some points, though. Yes. I mean, right. I don't think it's going to be a zero-zero contest at all. No, and I think Riverdale has found out they're probably a better passing team than running team. So speaking of toss-up, real quickly, we've got about a minute and a half left. Looking at pigskin picks. Uh, we said Riverdale Blackman. Three of us picked Riverdale. Two of us picked Blackman. Um, across the board, pretty much everybody's 
feeling the same about the Laverne game over at Antioch. Middle Tennessee Christian playing at Clarksville Academy. A little disappointment for the Cougars last week. Oakland, like we've already mentioned. Siegel Rockville, we're picking Rockville because they're at home. It's giving them the edge there. Uh, we all went with Smyrna again. I think they're going to play well. Even though they've lost their quarterback, Hillsborough's a team I think they can beat without uh, without Luke. And then, of course, we went with Tennessee Vandy and Middle. So that, that's the picks, looking at those just real quickly. Brian is still on the tee box. Sorry, John. He's still on the tee box. And I tied you this week, just letting you know. But uh, Oh, now you mentioned that I'm, I'm, I'm actually in the game. Yeah, because <laughs> you game. tied me. Okay, I tied you, so... Uh, I'm going downhill quickly. You had a good week. Oh, yeah. Nobody, he I didn't, didn't say anything about week. that. Yeah. Rod, Rod went 7-2. Yeah, he, he, he had a good pickup. Danny doesn't understand the concept of limbs yet. He's going out on limbs early season. Limbs are for late season. And he's Danny. got and he's got favorites. Yep. He's got to get away from that too. You know, he'll learn. He's a rookie. He, he's a rookie. He's got to learn. This weekend on WGNS again tomorrow night. You've got Rivered Up Blackman. You'll have the coaches show on Saturday morning. You can listen to all your favorite high school coaches. Followed by the MTSU football game, and then of course Braves baseball all weekend long. And coming up next, gentlemen, thanks for joining me. Thank you, Clark. It's been fun. Adios. We now return to regular programming on News Radio WGNS.